0: Ten seconds to fire it. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Picking
1: favorites! favorites! <laughs>
2: What is up, Picking Favorites fans? Welcome back to another edition. I know we've been a little infrequent in our shows lately, but that's just all because of the giant week that uh, Zach and I and the Nerd Machine had at Nerd HQ in San Diego for the annual Comic-Con convention. Uh, It was crazy. I'm sure you guys have seen some of the news about it, but today, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about our favorite moments from uh, Nerd HQ and Comic-Con in general. Uh, and with me today, this is is uh, Kentucky Dave Coleman. With me today, I've got our uh, good friend and co-host, Razzle. Hey, everybody. Hey. How are you hey. doing? Thanks, Razzle Dave. Thanks did for that, did that did introduction. Did that was a very
1: nice introduction, Dave. Uh, you're welcome. Dave, you know. thank you very much. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Zach and uh, Tyler are both in the respective traveling cities, both in Canada, actually, today, uh, working on different projects, and uh, we will see them soon. We miss you guys. But in studio today, it's a very exciting day for me and this young man. Uh, we uh, have something in common that's happening today. We'll talk about it a little later. But our good friend, actor, amazing geek, Scott Porter.
0: Scott Porter. Yeah, right. what's up, everybody? Hey. Oh, like Nebraska Scott Porter. Nebraska you're, you're Scott Kentucky Porter. Kentucky Dave, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nebraska Scott. I have a Scott. lot of names in this
2: show. It's Kentucky. It's America. <laughs> it's uh, dumb hillbilly redneck. <laughs> that name works, too. Uh, sometimes I'm thinking about just when we have a guest that we've never met before is that I just try to figure out how terribly
0: southern and like inappropriate <laughs> I can be before they go like what the fuck is going on in here. Well, yeah, you know half I mean? of my family and my entire wife's family is all from Texas and uh I lived God in, bless I lived God in bless a couple em. of states in the south so I you could you could probably push it pretty far before you I'm seeing something I haven't seen before. <laughs> Not you. No,
2: but you know me so you know I'd be bullshitting, but I think that dudes who never met me if I just started, you know, went full on America like, yeah. hey man, I won't appreciate you being on the show. It's a great honor to have somebody like you and then totally mess up all the references and, like, get, you
0: know what I mean? Just totally get everything wrong. <laughs> and use, like, sayings like, man, that guy's gonna be busier than a one eyed cat watching two mouse holes. <laughs> Never heard that saying. I no. haven't, but I like it. Oh, I like cool. it. Yeah.
1: I don't get it, but tell me, because he's because he's a cat.
0: He's a one-eyed cat he's a one-eyed watching. Cat. Two he's mouse going like this. He's like going. back and forth. Yeah,
1: back and forth. That's it's a funny
2: picture if you look
0: at it. And you're, that's yeah. what I. That was in reference to. This was a driver on Friday Night Lights. I got in the van and he found out I was a football fan. He goes, "Hey, this is a football show. Are you a football fan?" I said, "Yes, I am." He goes, "What about that Brett Favre, man? What about that Brett Favre? He's getting all these concussions. He's getting all these head injuries, man. When he when he turns 55 years old, his wife's gonna be busier than a one-eyed cat watching two Households and I said, "Thank you, God. I am in the South. This yes. is amazing, yeah. and I'm going to use that forever. <laughs> oh, forever. In different ways. I don't use that. You don't use. You don't hear that in New York, though, right? No, <laughs> hey, no. Uh, yeah, this. uh You know, this, this guy over here, he's, he's going to be guys. busier than the one I cat watching two households. No, it's not, <laughs> Although <laughs> it sounds pretty
2: good. I got to be honest with that. With the accent, it sounds pretty good. I, I actually like it just as well. Uh, I like it just as well. It's and that, good. That's the title of the episode.
1: Well, uh, one eye cat. I like yeah, that.
2: Two ma- no, it's called One Cat, Two Mouse Holes. That's what it's called. <laughs> that's
1: one that's cat. clickbait right or there. Two,
2: two mouse, two holes, holes, two one mouse holes, one cat. One, one-eyed cat. <laughs> two holes, one cat. <laughs> wow, wait. Hold on. Oh Those are, now we're getting into no, double entendreville. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Cat. Yeah, hey, I get it. Clickbait get is it. clickbait. Let's do it. Yeah, whatever it works to get people to listen to the show. <laughs> hey, Dave,
1: uh, I just want to once again thank you for that wonderful introduction earlier. So, Scott um, – <laughs> We have... Uh, it's a big night
2: for Nerd Machine. Yes. yes. Uh, I guess this is going to come out tomorrow, so you guys will have heard us after the show comes out. So we hope you watch the show. Uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Please let everyone at Sci uh know and at NBC Universal as a whole tweet them, Facebook them, tell them how much you love the show, how you want us to do more episodes, because we would love to do more episodes for you guys. Uh, we had a great time... Um, producing the show. Uh, and it just so happens that Scar Porter, uh, which I'm sure you have seen in social media, uh, is our, one of our first guests on the show, one of our gr- first guest celebrities, which is pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. And I was surprised because I think I was the last show you guys shot, but I'm first up Yeah, we the shot order. all the shows
2: together, so it kind of worked out just like how we thought the shows would work better in the placement of where they would yeah. go. But uh, yeah, it's uh, Scott and Eric Christian Olsen, who had a great time on the show. They play some really, really silly games. Um, Spoiler alert! No, don't spoil.
0: Oh, it's already. I'm up. awesome. Yeah, no, I'm oh, just.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's a spoiler. I think everybody knows that Scott Porter is awesome.
0: No, man, I'm super uh, competitive. So, I, like, got on that show and like Eric, Eric and I are friends, and I was like, Eric, I am going to destroy you. Like, just I and I spoke to him in that voice all night. Yeah, that was good.
2: No, it was good. I was uh, good. I, I, the banter me. was great on the show. Eric was great. Yeah, he was super funny. Um, I, I'm really proud of the show. Uh, We are super excited about it being on uh, Sci-Fi tonight, and hopefully we get to do a lot more of them because it's super. It was super fun, and
0: uh, I think. I mean, what's better than like feeling like you're actually like in a pub, playing a geeky trivia game with all of your friends? Totally, that's that's exactly what the show was, and man, like there's a live audience. Everyone's. had a couple of beers. Everyone totally, was a yeah. Little, a little loose, which not to say you have to have a beer to get a little loose. No, 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 <laughs> of course fun, not. But it was you know? just fun.
2: I think, yeah. I think yeah. the community, like, again, the public, the pub atmosphere of yeah. that really did translate into, you know, where we shot the show. And I think that everybody who was on the show, I mean, I think almost all those guys were people that we knew or had known in some capacity. It just wasn't some a bunch of random people who we'd never met before who were some of the celebrity guests. And uh, we were really lucky to have some great people. I can't, you know, John DiMaggio, Dave Giuntoli, Trisha Helfer, Alan Tudyk. We had so many great people do the show, uh, and we're excited for the show, to, you know. We got twelve episodes coming people's way, so we're really excited about it. Yeah, so uh, tune in
0: last night. So I hope you watched last and, night. Uh, uh, if not, then uh, tune in next Thursday. But you
2: watch sci-fi? It's funny. <laughs> I think they're replaying it like over the weekend a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, it's playing so people can take a look, and then. Uh, but uh, really exciting, really exciting. But today's topics we're talking about Comic Con, Nerd HQ. The entire city, uh, downtown gas lamp of San Diego, and the best and most fun things, our favorite things from Comic-Con this year. Uh, and I'm going to start with Scott. With uh, to get, There was no number on these things today. We're just going to talk about our favorites of the week,
0: uh, what we really loved, what we thought was awesome. Um, Scott. Hit me with something, man. Yeah, man. Uh, well, the first thing that was awesome is I, I take my family down every year. My sister and I uh, share the same birthday, July 14th. Uh, this year was her 21st birthday. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. Oh, Thank you way. very much. Thank you very much. So we always make a trip down there. I fly my family out from, from Florida, and then we uh, go down and hang out for the weekend. And um, this year, I didn't expect to go down. But then last minute, had a couple of press requests, uh, so I got down there, didn't even have badges to go to Comic-Con, so I was like, I'm going to do Comic-Con without going to Comic-Con. And the amazing thing about Comic-Con, if you've never been, is that there are so many things off campus, so to speak, so many things like not on the convention floor that you don't need a badge for. Uh, One of the first things we did was uh, they had an Assassin's Creed parkour course. Which is basically like American Ninja Warrior, but like with an Assassin's Creed theme. That's awesome. And, uh, I mean, it was cool, man. It was, it, was, it was pretty intense. They would, like, time you as you ran the course. There was a warp wall. There was a, a trampoline and a, a rope net. There was a spider crawl. Uh, I mean, a spider wall, not spider crawl. They're completely different <laughs> things. Uh, there was a spider wall, though. A balance beam, a uh, rolling log. I mean, there was a lot of really cool stuff. That's awesome. And uh, I wish I would
2: have gotten out of the uh, out of Nerd HQ long enough to
0: take a look at it. Well, that's why I was so sweaty when I showed up for the panel, <laughs> the the mystery panel. Uh, I was sweating. Uh, yeah, sweating my ass off when I got over there. And it's yeah, Scott
2: like... Scott was one of our guests on the mystery panel, which you can find on our YouTube page right now at Nerd Machine TV on YouTube. Uh, all the panels are up there right now. I think we did something like 33 or 34 panels this year, yeah. which was crazy. Some great moments that came from those, but Scott's
0: on one of them, and it was very funny. But on top of the these this crazy obstacle course they had, they had – in Assassin's Creed, if you've never played the game – there's this thing where they ignore the rules of physics, and if there's a hay, if there's a pile of hay underneath any really tall building. As an assassin, magically you can leap off of the building, fall into this bale of hay, and not ever get hurt. Um, so they had this faith, <laughs> ah video games. They had it. this faith jump, uh, a 45 foot faith drop into an airbag, and uh, yeah, me and my brother and we're and sister, letting people just do it. Oh, you yeah, had to sign a waiver, but yeah. You take you just kind of leap forward and make sure that you you kind of tilt back a little bit so you land with your butt or your back hitting the air pad, not feet first. Um, God, I cannot imagine the liability insurance and something like that. I can't imagine. It was so cool though, dude. It was so cool uh, to go and like when you think of Comic Con, I'm sure a lot of people who have never been before just oh I uh, hooked my headphones. I'll just talk like this. Sorry about that. Um, When you uh, like when you go to Comic Con, you would expect it to just be. Uh, like shuffling around a show floor, or seeing like a bunch of panels and stuff. The fact right. that you can do these things that are super physical uh, is really really cool. So the fact that I got to go run an obstacle course. Yeah, they Call of Duty had something had something
2: else in there too. They had like that Call of Duty zombie room escape or whatever. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. Uh, but that's cool. Yeah, we didn't obviously get out to see any of that because we were so crazy with HQ and you know all the stuff that Zach had to do press wise with. Heroes and geeks who drink and all that. So, uh, but that's cool. I mean, I'd like to hopefully next year I'll get out and see something. But that, yeah, the physical aspect of doing something like incorporating the game experience into a more fan experience is exactly kind of what, you know, we try to do as well. It's like not in the same kind of way, but it's like bring the fans in for an experience that they can really remember. Yeah. And not just like, oh, here's our thing. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was, that was one of the most, Fun things that I had done all weekend long. We've a couple of years back did like the Walking Dead escape, right? Which is like five levels of Petco Park, right? All decked out like it's in a post-apocalyptic zombie world, and there's like hundreds of people who go and be made up as zombies, like Greg Nicotero and uh, all. It's of a his cool makeup thing, yeah, yeah. Goes there, but uh, but this year it was all about the obstacle course and kind of like pushing myself, American Ninja Warrior style. That's awesome, man. Awesome. That's awesome, and you did pretty well in that, right? Yeah, fifty-one seconds. I had a top fifteen time. For the for everyone, least, not just the celebrity version, right? For everyone, I mean, is what I was told, um, but I don't know what they were. Maybe they're just know. being cool. Maybe they're just being nice. But fifty one. Either seconds way, hey man, I'll course, take it. Yeah, I'll, yeah right? I will take, take it. it. it top fifteen on Saturday. He still ran the course on Sunday, so I might have been bumped down a couple. Of spots, ah, you're but. probably in there. You're yeah. probably you're mo- you're, go- you're going to Vegas. Don't worry, you're going to, <laughs> you're going to the city finals. Yes. Razzle,
2: what about you, man?
1: Um, this this is a I I'm going to go with um. Because I was down in Comic Con, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, to be honest, this was kind of. I was talking with my friends um, who've, who've gone, and this this was my third year going, and it was kind of, um, it was kind of meh in accordance with the other two years. Like I don't know, it was. It didn't feel like Comic Con to me. I don't know if it was because it was early, like it was. It was like two weeks early this year, and there was no Marvel. There were no Sony. There weren't any of the. the huge what do you mean staples? there was no Sony? Other yeah, was Sony was at Nerd HQ. I'm talking as far as movies go. Um, oh As right. far as like panels at Comic Con and all that, um, it, it just seemed uh, Comic Con didn't seem like the last few years to me. Um, but I would say, I mean, if we're if we're going off, one of my my f- top favorites right now would be. Um, It would be – I mean I got to go with Star Wars. I didn't even go – I didn't go to this, but knowing that they had (laughs) Star Wars playing with John Williams, like they treated everybody to – after the Star Wars panel, they took everybody that was there uh, from what I've read um, to see fireworks. In and a concert, to, in a concert with the orchestra playing the Star Wars score yeah. to the movie Star Wars, and that was that's really cool. And yeah, I so I wish I would have done that.
0: Anybody who's not familiar with Comic Con, there's something called Hall H. Yes. Now, to get into Hall H to see right. these massive uh, panels that Razzle's saying is Marvel sat out this year, Sony yeah, sat out, this, out year, this year, Warner Brothers really didn't have much share. It's like all these big companies that you get so used to because like we're in this kind of like Avengers. Well, they did have the Batman like versus like Superman. I mean, they did yeah. have that. I mean, I they, mean had, they did you know, but it was still in past years not as many surprises i guess like the year that warner brothers was like oh and by the way we're making godzilla again and yeah, the yeah. crowd goes crazy but you have to wait outside for oh, overnight people camp out by the by the uh, the marina in san diego to get into this room and then you once you're in the room you can stay all day so these people had been staying in this room all day long and the star wars panel was the yeah. last one on friday it was Friday. It was like Friday. And then at the end of it, J.J. Abrams goes, thank you guys so much for being so patient today. Why don't you follow us down a couple of blocks and see a free concert and free fireworks out by the marina, yeah. and it's only for you guys. No one else That's gets crazy, in except yeah. for the fans yeah, that are in this room. And if you're talking about a guy who knows how to do fan service, right? J.J. Oh, Abrams he has got it. That's top pretty of cool, pile, right? Solid. Solid. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: it was Comic-Con, like even walking the floor this year was kind of lackadaisical to me. Um, like in previous years, they had like, they had like a, a, like my first year I went two years ago, they had a giant, like for photo op, it was Ducktails. I'm a huge fan of Ducktails, as everybody knows. Yeah. It was like these giant pillow coins. You and could you jump could, in the vault. You could <laughs> jump in the vault. And <laughs> that was awesome.
0: And just like swim through gold coins like yeah. Scrooge McDuck does and yeah. spit them out like they're water.
1: Yeah. It was <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah. There wasn't a lot of that this year. Yeah. Dave.
2: Uh, well I'm going to, since I only get out to do yeah. the thing that we do, uh, obviously, you know, I was super excited about having some exclusive content at, at Nerd HQ that for fans could only get, you know, there. I mean, the, the Star Wars Battlefront stuff that that AMD and EA uh, and Sony brought with their different versions, the PC version, the Play, PlayStation 4 version was awesome. People went crazy. I mean, those things were packed all day, every day. Um, I love having and having the Project Morpheus. Like I love having stuff that fans... Really want to try, yeah. And especially when we can offer something that this, like, hey man, here, you want to come in? It's free. Check it out. Here's the Project Morpheus you can sign up for. Here's the Battlefront you can play. Walk on in. You can play Sony PS4 Battlefront. Yeah, I love that we had a battle. You know, I just, I mean, again, I'm, I'm going to be pretty biased about Nerd HQ and all the moments that we had there. But I think that just having that, like, seeing the fans really react to the stuff that you put together. All year, like I hope they're going to love this. I hope they're going to like how this all goes together. Um, Are they going to be happy about you know all the services we offer, like we offered for them, and like trying to give them ways to you know uh, expedite what they wanted to do? Try to give them enough dance parties that they can come and you (laughs) know, dancing with Chewbacca was one of the best. That was so so funny. Yeah, such a a fun night. I mean, I think that I was talking to somebody. I think I was giving an interview like on Saturday afternoon or something, and I was talking about how. I think all those kids come to our party because it's where they're the cool kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they're all they can be there in their cosplay, they can be there or whatever. Doesn't matter what they are. Like there were, you know, I mean, like there are people from all cultures, races, like every kind of like diversity you could find. And they were all a part of this one big thing. Yeah. And it was great when Zach and other people could come out, like Jocko Sims was out there like emceeing and like dancing with everybody and people just had a great you know, time at at feeling like a part of a community. And that's really what we try to do at at Comic-Con. There's such a community of nerds down there and of all different kinds that if you can bring them together and let them have a great time together, you know, a couple nights... And it's, that's that's great for everybody.
1: And that's definitely uh, to touch on that. And that's definitely what's awesome about the Nerd HQ dance parties is like I've I went to a bunch of other parties uh, while I was down there also, but it's it was always ending at Nerd HQ because that's where A, it's the the more the most fun dance party over there. Um, but it's like you go to you know the IGN or you know the the Entertainment Weekly or the um, the the Geek Nation or uh, what was you know the um, even you know we went into we got into the Playboy party at this club and it was just a nightclub and it was like but you you and it's all people you know in the end these parties are you know they got open bar and there are people hanging out networking or seeing and be seeing or schmoozing or whatever just hanging out at a party but it's it doesn't I mean it feels like it's just a, a like a party right. uh, then you you go to Nerd HQ and you got the you know you have the dance party and you got the cosplayers or whatever and it's literally it feels more like a actual Comic Con party, it feels more like the actual, like a a party. Well, I think a lot of those parties
2: are are like celebrity, VIP, like, you know what I mean? Like executive kind of thing. And a lot of people can't get into those parties. But, you know, we we open the doors Thursday and Saturday. And it's just a different thing. I mean, like we have our Friday night party that's invite because we have to do the same thing that those guys do.
0: We just keep doing it because we have a venue that we can do that in. Yeah. But like if you Mm -hmm. ask most people. If you can go, here's your choices. Yes. Here's your choices. You can either go, wait in line all night, yeah. deal with an asshole bouncer, get inside, and there's throngs of people at the bar and everybody's, you know, eyeballing each other, or your buddy has a huge house and has like a really dope DJ that's gonna be there and, you know, a couple of kegs and it's your friends, it's your community, it's your people. Like which one would you actually choose? To yeah, go and that's to? why like we that, were yeah. like the dope house party or like the really uppity, pretentious club party. No, I think that's the that's
2: what that's what it is. I mean, they yeah. can all come in. I mean, yeah, we had a line outside just because of capacity; like we couldn't fit more people in the building. It wasn't like we were it's, turning. It wasn't like it wasn't like we were going. Oh, you, 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 and you. It was like literally like okay, ten people just walked out. Ten people can walk in. Yeah, but there was people no understand like, that
0: over at Nerds. Yeah, yeah, they I do. Feel like,
2: there's an understanding of that. It story. really. Most of the time, people get really upset. The people who, to the people who get upset are people who think they deserve <laughs> they deserve like better treatment like they're yeah. better than the people who are in line and you go because it kind of defeats the whole purpose of – like, if it's a celebrity and, it, and they're a personal friend of ours, then, of course, they're going to get into the – you know what I mean? That's just how that works. I mean, like, yeah. people we know are going to get in because, like, hey, we told them to come
0: because they're our friends. But well, also, we weren't also ex- are, distinguishing – Most of those people are probably giving their time for a great Absolutely. cause Absolutely. exactly well, right. And, like, you know, just trying to continue that, you know? Like, Absolutely. Uh, there's enough people at Comic-Con and, and on the mystery panel um, – Yvette Nicole Brown was, was talking about how, like, you know, she met a couple of people during the day that were like, oh, my God, like, you're like the reason I'm here. You know, and it's like it's amazing. W- what better way to hang out with somebody than, like, have a dance party with them? Like, that's the real, you know. So, no, I know. And that's yeah. and that's what's
2: funny is and that's so. what we try to do. And I think that we do our best. Do we get make mistakes and are people some people get upset? Of course they do. But. You can't please everybody. You try to do the best that you can yeah. with for as many people as you can. And yeah, we try to reward like when celebs come and do panels for us or do sauce or smiles or signings or whatever, then of course we're going to help them out and like give them a place they can go and kind of get away, they can have their own have their own time. Um there aren't really a lot of places like that where they can go and dance and have a great time yeah. without being filmed or whatever, yeah. without the media. So I thought you know that for me was the fan having fans be happy. That's what our goal is. Whenever we leave on Sunday, is like were the fans happy? Did they walk away going that was super fun? Um, What you know did it uh, did it meet my did it exceed the expectations that I had for what it was? And I think we did that, and I'm really and I'm pleased about that for real.
0: Yeah, Um, that's like a that's a huge, broad, amazing favorite thing. No, the fan experience. The fan experience was that's
2: what was my favorite thing. Specifically, one of my favorite moments was the unicorn uh, moment in the supernatural panel. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's hilarious. So Mark Shepard, Jared Jensen are on stage with Aisha, and then a girl stands up with a unicorn mask on, and they because the unicorn mask is really long, like a you know like a horse head. She the microphone they can't hear her, so she has to put the microphone in the horse's mouth. And then just hilarious like <laughs> comments. Of course, it's the it's a, it's my favorite moment, video moment okay. from the. It's even more favorite than my Brian Cran- than the Cranston thing that happened from the kid from New Mexico. I think this one's just funnier because it's longer. Yeah, and it's there's like five people commenting on it, and right? it's a unicorn, and it's a unicorn, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? There you go. but I don't think that the person who was I don't think the girl who was the unicorn knew how funny she was being. If she was, she's genius. Her comedic timing is genius. (laughs) Watch the video; it's up on our it's up on our page. It's like it says like it says like uh, it's on our website. It says Aisha Tyler speaks unicorn. Yeah, Um, very cool. It's super funny. You have to watch it. Um, But again, it's Jared Jensen, Mark, all commenting, making jokes the whole time. Aisha and Aisha's and they're all hysterical people. But Aisha is like you know professional stand up comic. She knows how to hit those moments. Exactly right. I mean, she literally went down into the audience and stood next to the girl. It was hysterical. So that's one of my favorite video moments. Uh, uh, what else you got? What else um, you got? Riz? I think
1: we. Do we need to take a break? Yeah, let's, uh, let's all take, all a, right, let's take break, a break break. Then we'll be right back. Awesome. Picking favorites.
2: Hey everybody! I want to remind you of a great way you can help support the new show Wolf Pop at the same time, and that's through Amazon. You know Amazon. You love Amazon, and since you hopefully love picking favorites too, here's a way you can love both at the same time. The next time you want to shop at Amazon, don't go to amazon.com. That's for losers. Instead, go to wolfpop.com/amazon. That'll take you to the same Amazon you know and love with the same great prices, but we'll get a sweet, sweet kickback. So you don't have to pay an extra dime, but Picking Favorites gets credit from Amazon, and it really adds up and helps us keep the engineers happy and the microphones turned on. Thanks, Brett. So remember, go to wolfpop.com slash Amazon and bookmark that puppy too. So that's every time you need to buy batteries or a Kindle or a television or a cardigan or a last-second present for your loved one's birthday, you use our special link and help us earn cash at the same time. Hooray.
1: Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Scott Porter. Mm-hmm. Scott mm-hmm. Porter, Scotty P, What's Dreamboat, Dreamboat well, from Friday Night Lights, <laughs> Dreamboat, Part <laughs> of
2: Dixie. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. uh, <Chetting laughs> now he's embarrassed. He's totally
2: embarrassed. embarrassed. <laughs> I don't uh, know Chetting why. Out. It's not the first time I've ever called you a Dreamboat. It's the first more, time in
0: public. I'm way more handsome in video games though. Like when when like the character is like all ripped, like Nightwing, then I'm like, yeah. Now I feel good when
2: I. See yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean I'd rather hang out with Nightwing, I'm not gonna lie, but he's wow. not a real thing.
2: And well, you can just start doing the voice. Because it's one
1: degree <laughs> away from Batman and I'd like to hang out with Batman. So there we go.
2: Oh there you so, go. You know. Razzle has a Batman fetish.
1: I like Batman. Batman's awesome.
2: I don't know the word like is really appropriate.
1: It is. It is what, not. What is it? You What's the appropriate
0: worship word? Worship Batman.
2: Oh,
1: I wouldn't say that. Do you have a shrine at the house? I do not. I have a few pictures. <laughs> Just because there's no candles lit in front of them doesn't mean it's not a shrine. It's a shrine. uh, Do I have... I think I got one picture. I might have one or two things up. I got a few Batman things. I mean, (laughs) I have... have A few
2: On my desk. I mean, (laughs) mean, here's the deal. Listen, listen, listen. Linda, listen, Linda, listen. Linda.
1: Linda. Come on, just admit it. Just admit it. Uh, I have a few Batman things, collector things. I have... um, Some uh, like I have like a clock, a thing. I got like a pen. I got one. I got an old super friends uh, in box bar. soap that my aunt gave me for Christmas one year. It's like an old like in- oh, that's intact cool. like mint. That's cool. It's a box and it's old. You know, it's a really cool thing. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's one of those minute
2: cool. moments in the zombie apocalypse. Like for a nerd, we should do a little short of this. And it's like he's getting down to like the stuff. <laughs> <What>? He's like, <laughs> you no, know, he's like filthy dirt. Like he just, I mean, disgusting. And the it's only thing, so like funny. that's the only thing that's possible. He's like, I yeah. can't do it. I can't do it. And I then he opens it.
1: it up and it's disintegrated because it was cheap. So Nope. Yeah, um, yeah, just mm-hmm. nice. you put water <laughs> and it just
0: literally falls away. <laughs> um, so, like some some collectors, Batman. Says, so that's got to be Comic Con has to be fun for you in that regard. Yeah, They'll I don't buy things, things are, though because uh, it's
1: I don't like carrying things around and traipsing around. I do buy things. I do
0: buy things. I go down I and I I I have I, I stopped collecting comic books in individual issues. I don't okay. do it anymore. Um, I get them all in trade paperbacks or graphic novels and yeah. then and then I have bookshelves that they actually sit on and they actually right. look cool. And you can actually pick them out and go, I want to read this all one. My now. individual issues are in, you know, 17 and a half long boxes in my garage. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, I, they're not in the garage actually. I would be not I would not be a self respecting comic book fan if they're in the garage. They're actually in the office closet and my wife tells me about it all the time. Are you gonna get rid of those boxes anytime soon? Uh, but I go down and I <laughs> And the and answer I'll, is always no. no. But they have these really cool, like collected hardback editions uh of like invincible robert kirkman's invincible right. which i have all the trades for but then i go down and i can't help but buy these really awesome bound collected editions that have all this extra artwork and they just look so pretty on your shelves. Yeah, look, that's one of the th- I mean,
2: that's one of the coolest things about Comic-Con, especially like in the convention center is like the exclusive stuff that you can buy when you go in there. Oh, like exactly. everybody offers so many great exclusives like You
1: can get the coolest stuff down there when... It's just... It's so cool to, like, just even look at it. Like, they had this Masters of the Universe email... uh, uh, He-Man exclusive stuff that we went to. I was a uh, couple of days. I was roaming around with Kyle Newman, a buddy of ours who's been on the show. Um, and yeah, you know him. Uh, and we got they had they had a, a booth and, and on the floor that gave you like a little silver coin with Skeletor's face on it, and you could go off site to like what they called Skeletor's Lair to look at all these exclusive like He-Man action figures, stuff like that. And do you remember Muscle the pink little oh, Muscle Man? Yeah. They oh, had yeah. they had special edition He-Man Muscle men and Masters of the Universe. So they were like the pink muscle men, but they were all like He Man characters. And it's just like, man, that's so cool. Like, if I had the most, if I had an unlimited amount of space and funds, I would just, I would go nuts because it's, I would just buy all that. Like, yeah. and then, but what do you do with it? Do you I mean it just sits somewhere? Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, yeah, that's but that's but a collection. Exactly, you got to yeah. find
0: a place to put it. I'm a big Pacific Rim fan. I know people oh, have yes. different, like, varying thoughts on Pacific Rim. That but awesome. uh, in the actual film itself, there are these little plastic toys that these kids are playing with in the, like the beginning, like montage of the movie. Well, NECA um, did these uh, NECA, which is a collectibles yeah. company. If you know them, they they made actual replicas of the toys that they were playing with in the game. And they were a con exclusive that I was able to get a hold of. I had no, this was the first year I went down to Comic-Con without a pass for myself. Uh, And then I was Zach Levi for uh, for a couple of hours as Zach loaned me his pass so I could go onto the convention floor. And that's the only like exclusive, exclusive thing that I picked up this year but that's like one of my favorite things about Comic-Con. Yeah, man, we want people to let's say things like for us like we want people to go over there and check it out. Like
2: yeah. dude, that's why we're like the reason everybody's here yeah. is because of Comic-Con. Like yeah. we get it, right? We try to do a little thing that complements that and gives people maybe a place to come and and do some other stuff at the same time, but dude, we get it. Yeah. That place provides an amazing uh opportunity for so many fans, way more fans than we can even yeah. accommodate. Yeah. You know what we're doing. So, we want people like go check it out, man. Go Go buy those exclusives. Though, Go
0: check out the yeah. panels. Go do whatever you can do, you know? Collectibles hunting is like one of my favorite things to do, but it can take all day, right? Oh, because yeah. you got to get into this line at this time and make sure yeah. you're in this line at this time. You gotta, so oh, that's all I got. And then I did like a little – I did a little uh, uh, talk with Marvel. They announced I, I'm voicing Scarlet Spider for Ultimate oh, Spider-Man this weekend. fantastic, Yeah, which was – Really cool. I mean, I've been in a booth with Mark Hamill, Tara Strong, Drake Bell, like all these like really, really, cool voiceover actors and I haven't been able to tell anyone about it. So I finally was able to, so I went over to Marvel and then when I was leaving, um, one of their PR guys goes, Hey Porter. And I turn around and he flips this coin at me. I don't even know if they, I don't know where this thing, can. half of it on one side, it has the shield insignia okay. and then their like motto. And on the other side, it's a Hydra head and Hydra's motto. And it's, like, my new, like, a awesome new. coin that I have. That's awesome, that's awesome um, man. So, like, you know, little collectible things like that that are rare and limited. Yeah. For me, I have a man cave at the house. Like, I want to put things in there that are – that I don't just buy at Target, you know, because I feel like a poser if it's just, like, full of Target toys. Right, yeah. Like, you know, these are real earned uh, pieces of of cool, like, little sculptures or yeah. pieces of art or thing, things like that. So that's one of my other favorite things about Comic-Con is, like, the collectible did, hunting.
1: Did you get to play – uh, Project Morpheus over there at Nerd HQ. Yeah, VR scares me. Holy cow! Virtual reality stuff. That London heist me. game is dude. The yeah. g- that's that is, the one in the car, right? Yeah. I yeah. played that one, and then I played the soccer one, and they had like they started to get a line because I was too good at it, and I I voluntarily like gave up mm-hmm. because I was like that. Oh man, it was so fun. That that's a great game, that driving game on the the Morpheus. It was London. Yeah, heist. the fact that you're like literally reloading an Uzi.
0: Yeah. Dude, like, I was like, you're you're actually. You, I have video of my sister doing it, and you'd like, it's crazy. She, she like, you see, like, because she didn't understand. When you're in it, you don't understand how much you're moving, right? When you yeah, you don't, you really don't. On. So then I I videoed her, and she's leaning out of a car window, looking behind her to make sure there's no more bad guys coming, and then she like reaches down, grabs ammo, and like reloads the gun, and you're really yes. literally putting an ammo clip into the bottom of an Uzi and then like is leaning out of the dash of the car shooting Holy at these cow. guys on motorcycles. It was pretty cool.
2: It was
1: so fun. It's, I was
2: like, I had th- go ahead. It's a crazy experience in that, you know, it's funny we were talking to those guys. Obviously, we're super stoked that Sony brought that whole experience to HQ. And I was like, I just, this makes, that takes to me first, because I'm a first person shooter guy or like even a third person like Tomb Raider style, you know, mm-hmm. third person kind of adventure Gears. kind of game. Gears, yeah. Uh, but this kind of thing to me is like, Next level, it scares me. It just, I holy know.
1: cow, it was so fun! I was spending more time away. If you read Ready yeah.
0: Player One, you know that this,
2: yes,
1: movie can so good,
0: very, very, such a great movie. Um, game, but book, like, they're turning but into a movie. Speaking of shooters, uh, another one of my favorite things, I'm a big Halo fan, okay. And over at the Microsoft Lounge in the Hyatt, which was also off campus, you didn't even right. have to have a badge to go in, right? Um, they had a full real life map that they built based off of a map. War games from Halo. They did a life-size replica of it. And then I guess uh, Microsoft and BoomCo have a partnership right now. They built Halo weapons. A Needler, Covenant Carbine. That were like the SMG foam. I don't want to say the other BoomCo's competitor. (laughs) Yeah, right. They're foam darts. Um, And then they have these plasma grenades uh, (laughs) that stick together. And then when you throw it and actually hit somebody, they will pop open uh, to to show you that there is a hit. Oh, wow. And it was 4v4. It was four versus four and uh, three rounds, three timed rounds. And the coolest thing, if you've ever played Halo, is you know that there's weapon spawns. Weapon spawns are right. a huge thing on the map in Halo. And so they had people working there that were – uh, they looked a lot like if you ever watch Wimbledon, you know, like the ball guys and girls who like run around and are picking everything up and like you're not supposed to even right. notice that they're there. They're so quick like that. These these folks were in all black as opposed to all white, and they were like kind of hidden in the course, and they would run out and like spawn a weapon. That's so so all of a sudden the SMG, you see spawn across the room, and then the the pedestal that's on lights up red. No way. You're like, holy crap, like we got to get there. And so that's like cool. you're trying to like cover fire for your buddy to get over there, and then like once you pick up the SMG – it's a rapid fire gun, so all the other yeah, ones are Nerf, single shot. It's
2: funny Nerf has one of those. It's a double barrel, like yeah. With a li- it
0: has literally like has a little tripod. It's like it'll shoot like
2: f- f- hundred darts. Yeah, in like t- we, we yeah shot, don't uh, get
1: hit in the eye with it. Yeah, Dave. I shot
2: I shot Razzle in the eye with <laughs> it, on, like probably about four feet from his face. That's, yeah, we were like
1: ooh. four feet from each other, and he shot me. in the I eye. I did not shoot you. You shot blind. me. <laughs> were you? Did you pull the trigger? He didn't. Did you pull the trigger? Here's the thing. Hold we're gonna get. We're gonna
0: hold on. Did you pull the trigger? <laughs> I did, but it was a.
2: did, an electric, did, it, did a, a battery. in a <laughs> battery
1: It did. There are <laughs> mathematical equations. But let me.
0: Think. This might be <laughs> right. like if you get shot right in the eyeball, like if Dave tried like a hundred times, I he might do eye. it maybe twice. Yeah. He knows. I mean, the odds are all not. I, all I, I, I'm
1: saying is if this was a math equation, in N the answer equals, equals Dave shot me in the <laughs>
0: head. equals answer. being shot in the face by yeah. a rapid fire battery operated <laughs> double barreled oh, machine man. gun. Yeah. Um, uh, no, but that was like another thing that I could do by going to Comic Con and yeah. not even going to Comic Con. Well, yeah, since so you're going down so late, obviously there's
2: no passes available yeah, we at got that up, time. We so. got up
0: 6 a.m. Saturday morning, drove down. I had press with like Entertainment Weekly, and then like a press tour, like which is boring. So I'll stop talking about it. And then scrammed as much stuff as I could in the middle of the day. And then right. the cherry on top was coming over to Nerd HQ oh, and thanks, doing man. the uh, the mystery panel. And then the uh, and then the second uh, Sunday that I ordered was the Entertainment Weekly party later that night, uh, nice. which for me as a fan of like television and film. Like, I don't even consider myself an actor when I go to that party anymore. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. This didn't happen this year. This happened two years ago. But this is why the Entertainment Weekly Party is also one of my favorite things about Comic-Con. I was walking around, and I saw George R.R. Martin just hanging out in the corner. And you know what? I just walked over, and I was like, I'm just going to shake his hand and say, hey, you know, big fan, whatever. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I turned around, and Jess Cagle, who was editor at the time, he he sees me, and he's like, hey, no, 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 you need to meet George because him and I were talking about Friday Night Lights for 45 minutes earlier, and I was like, wait, what? So I walk over, he does the introduction, I say, hey, George, I just want to say I'm a big fan of your show because of how you deal with real-world consequence, which doesn't seem to really exist in a lot of other shows or films. It's true. If you are supposed to do something and you choose not to do it, there are consequences for these things, like... Rob Stark had certain things he was supposed to do. Rob Stark didn't do those things. Right. His wife was then stabbed in the belly, and, <laughs> and, uh, and he w- he had his <laughs> throat slit. Like it's like right. And and there's you know, there, sorry folks, if you haven't watched, if Game you haven't seen Red Wedding, forget fault. it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Yeah. It's been out
1: for five years. Yes, exactly. Watch it.
0: Uh, so anyway, it's like. He goes. He turns to me and he goes, "That's why I love Friday Night Lights." And I was like, "What?" And then I sat there hanging out with George R. R. Martin for about an hour and a half. And if you want to see like the craziest line of people, line up of people who want to come tell George R. R. Martin they love him, like it's crazy. I mean, I don't know many other people that I would see this many celebrities come through, and I just get introduced to all of them because they just want to meet George. Yeah, and you're there. And at the end of my time with George, he gets up and he goes, "I think it's time for me to turn in." He gets up and he's got his cane. He starts walking away. And he stops, and he turns back to me and he goes, "But by the way, Valamargulis." Margulis, and he throws me this coin. It's the coin of the faceless man. And then he gives me a holder for it that's like, and I know you know this is his move, right? Yeah right? And like it's his move. the only people that get these are probably like Trisha Helfer, right? Like, Trisha right. Helfer, like, really, really beautiful women who George has, like, talked to. And then, like, that's his move. You know, like, every guy right. has this move. It's like, you know, I feel lucky. I feel pretty confident I'm one of the only guys to have to this coin. To get the coin. But the fact that he gave me he gave me a damn coin. Oh, the oh Oh, my you're God. You're just a
1: coin factory. I'm going to hang out with yeah, you. That you. I have, like, yeah. Thrown Everybody's throwing you like at a coins. Fountain. Like but, Scott fountain I Porter. feel like I feel like I wish I had a coin to throw at you at the end of this <laughs> podcast.
0: But it was so cool. And so, like, I, I go back every year, like, last year. My favorite thing about the, the the party was I hung out with Christian Brune all night from uh, from Orphan Black. Okay. And I got to meet uh, Tatiana Maslany and like got to hang out with all of them, and that's like one of my favorite shows on TV. And I that's when I just am a fan. Yeah. You know, and I just hang out with these folks. And then this year, um, Oscar Isaac, who I've worked on a couple of films with. Um, him and I were hanging out and he's Apocalypse in the next X-Men movie. And then all of a sudden, you know, Professor X just walks over. McAvoy just walks over and we're hanging out. I'm, yeah. like, I'm just chilling with them. And, and, you know, the Human Torch walks right. up. I'm like, what's right. up, Michael B. Jordan? Now I'm surrounded by all these superheroes and I'm just on top of the world, man. So, you know, that's 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 the cool one. That's like all the other parties – like the Playboy Party, I'm not a huge uh, fan it's of. it, the like, worst. It's like it's.
1: I mean, I'll, I go to it because we can get in, but yeah, it's still it's a club, and I don't like clubs. Yeah, but if it's I'm all not going, and if, neons.
0: If I'm not going to the greatest house party in the world over at Nerd HQ, the Entertainment oh, Weekly the party is pretty yeah. cool because it's it's just everybody can just kind of really hang out and chat. It's not too loud. It's outside on a roof deck, and, yeah, and I just get to I just get to fan out. On no, it's cool. It's, I, it's a
2: great listen. It's a great
0: party. Yeah, and it's and it's where I see some like old friends right. like Jared Padalecki and stuff who I've known for years. Like who and is and one of the best there. dudes on the earth. Yeah, honestly, he's, awesome. he's one of the he's nicest awesome. guys. Yeah. I've ever can, ever can ever have him on the show. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah, we yeah the, the problem, problem is he lives in he lives in Texas course, and, and Vancouver. And Vancouver, he's yeah. barely in Los Angeles because yeah. he doesn't need to be anymore. He's he got show; doesn't yeah. need to live here. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, if he wants to do other things, they can call him. He they doesn't can have call him. Yeah. You know, but yeah. no, him and Jensen both, and Mark Shepard, all the guys from Supernatural, are fantastic people. Yeah. Uh, they give so much of their time to us uh, every year on a Sunday afternoon. They always do a panel, and we love them for it. They're great dudes. Yeah, super fun guys. Uh, I'll tell you one of the other favorite moments we had. We did something this year we had never done before. Uh, and I'm going to tell you about it right after we get back. After the break. That's called a tease, everybody. That's a tease. <laughs> hey, and we're back. Uh, that is the last break of the show. And here's the last little, the home stretch, act five, if you will, or act three, I guess, in this, ca- in this case, the uh, denouement, if you will. Uh, of our Comic Con Nerd HQ Favorite Moments episode with our good buddy Scott Porter who just told a great story about George R.R. R. Martin um, I want to see that coin someday Yes. Swing uh, by the house. I'm It'll be sitting by. right next
0: to the Hydra and Shield coin that I now
2: have. <laughs> I have the, the, by the coin collection of all the dudes that give me coins. Yeah. yeah. to Comic-Con. It's, but like it's coin. not like
0: a real coin collector's uh, collection. Like, this one's not worth much. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. not in
2: a plastic sleeve, in a book of, of uh, It's worth of coins. much to me.
0: Of course. Hey, personally. man. It's priceless. Yeah. It's priceless.
2: Uh, anyway, I was telling a story about one of my other favorite moments. We did something we'd never done before. We did a panel uh, at Nerd HQ with the founders of Operation Smile. Who are Bill and Kathy McGee, uh, who are two of the nicest people and the most generous uh, people I've ever met in my life. They have committed their lives to helping children around the world and adults who need cleft palate and cleft um, clef lip surgeries uh, to literally change their lives. And they've been doing it for you know dozens of years, um, and they are two of the best people in the world. And so Zach and uh, Dr. and Mrs. McGee did a panel, uh, and – It was awesome. People got to really learn about what they do and why they do it and how it started and all those kind of things. And so you know, people have been asking for a really long time, you guys should have somebody from Operation Smile. You should have somebody from Operation Smile because of who we benefit for the event. Uh, And I thought it was really special to be able to have them and and also for them to experience what it is that we do in our support for them so they could really kind of understand how it works. And they were delightful, lovely uh, as – Gracious and complimentary as they could have been about the event, so I just want to thank them for doing the uh, for doing the panel, for being such great friends to us, um, and you know continue, we'll continue to support them in every way that we can. But that was one of my, that was one another one of my favorite moments, just having those guys on site, being able to do a panel, so that now like people can watch a nerd HQ panel with them and find out more information about what Operation Smile is about and why we work with them.
0: So that's awesome.
1: That's awesome. Uh, now Comic Con, there was a bunch of Trailers that was that they debuted a lot. What do we have? Did I'm sure we all watched some of the trailers um, afterwards or online or whatever. Um, what were? Because what was your? I'll go first. My favorite trailer would probably be, or the my favorite uh, clip that they showed would probably be the Deadpool footage. Does yeah, that, people, do you went, guys, have any? Do you went crazy it, they, for that man? I, like I
2: get it. That's a that's a crazy. The whole Deadpool thing to me is just a fascinating <laughs> scenario of how it got how that movie's, how getting, movie's made. getting
1: made.
0: Yeah.
2: Like without that leak footage.
1: Oh then that X-Men one looks is pretty good probably too. Probably
2: not getting made. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, X-Men like, that's what's looks crazy. Like yeah. how how do you how do you you know when he says well, you know, I get people who get pissed off about leaked footage, but without that leaked footage, yeah, this probably wouldn't have ever gotten made. Or how
1: about yeah. how about the Suicide Squad footage leaked, and they're like, oh, we're so yeah. upset. And then they release it normally, and it is the most viewed footage from Comic-Con. Like, yeah. like that wasn't a planned thing. And if it wasn't, well, you guys lucked out because that works great in your favor. More people were talking about Suicide Squad in the following days than, um, I, than I wasn't the dead. other ones. I
0: wasn't – uh, as into it as uh, a lot of my friends were, I felt I honestly I felt a little. I was like, okay, yeah. It didn't go like. There are some
2: trailers that you watch when you watch the Mad Max trailer, yes. Fury Road. You went, oh my god! I yeah. will say this:
0: yeah. uh, Viola Davis is the perfect Waller. Like the first She's like great. twenty seconds, of unlike yeah. yes. Margot Robbie is the yes. perfect
1: Harley Quinn. Are are you? I'm on
0: board with her. Do you as have some Harley photos Finn. of Har- of Margot Robbie in your house as well, uh, next to the Batman <laughs> photos?
1: Maybe on my phone. Maybe. <laughs> oh man!
0: Um, but listen, you know, I just like for me Suicide Squad is it's. It looks bad. You know, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I don't think it looks
2: bad. I just think it, I just think that the way they cut co- it could be a. Here's the thing. By the way, I think Leto looks great.
0: Well, I think it's for me. It was like like dark and serious and everything was brooding and dark and serious and like when you have characters that are not the normal characters that I mean James Gunn what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy was just so impressive that first trailer left the world going what what is this but at the same yeah. time going this is not your normal thing whereas uh as you know we've seen the brooding dark side of the DC universe with Batman and Christopher Nolan and like you know so to try and Try and duplicate it right after yeah. without like differentiating differentiating yourself enough, like could be dangerous. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock it. Trailers aren't yeah. do, they don't tell the whole I'm, story. I think for me, uh, the most interesting. Th- I, I like the X Men stuff. Um, seeing Singer come back. I mean, X Two is one of my top five favorite superhero films of all time. Yeah. And Days of Future Past was just such a fun ride, and and First yeah, Class was cool really movie, great. Yeah. And so now that they're just kind of telling. Elseworlds tales basically of all the coolest X-Men stories I'm really excited about. I've got some friends in the movie and so the trailer looked really great for me as well, but the the most interesting thing for me about the X-Men stuff is you know Marvel's just sitting there going god fuck god they did it again like this is gonna be good they want the X-Men back yeah. Marvel wants the rights to the X-Men so badly, so badly. and oh, Fox yeah. keeps on actually making good X-Men good films yeah. and it's just like they're never gonna get it back they got they got Spider-Man back from Sony right yeah. so now they're just like waiting for the last well I like, don't know
2: if it, it's
1: back back I mean it's back for well they have them it's Marvel's – Marvel is now making the Spider-Man movies for they're making, Sony.
0: They're making the Ferris no, Bueller's know, Day but, Off uh, Spider-Man, as yeah, Todd Feig said last week <sighs> in an interview. He's like, this one's going to be like a John Hughes film. And I'm actually on board with that. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, that's how you differentiate a hero from wh- how it's been done before. Like, yeah, I want to see Change Spider-Man in the Breakfast Club. Let's do yeah. it. Right.
1: No, I, uh, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, um, back to Suicide Squad. They – back to Margo back to well like the, tra- <laughs> the thing is, is is as much as it doesn't like I'm I'm over trailers using slowed down old pop songs <laughs> <laughs> I started a joke like I'm over I'm over trailers doing that um and I'm it but the thing is is you can tell it was shot on film and as much as the trailer doesn't pop to me it doesn't I'm not a fan of leto I, I love Leto's acting, but I don't like how he looks as the Joker or whatever. He doesn't seem like the type of Joker that could murder the Robin as we've seen in the Batman vs. Superman trailer. But David Ayers, man. I Fury, yeah. he I, wrote and directed Fury, and that was awesome, and I love that. And he's he's co-writing and directing this. So, I mean, as much as it doesn't look like it's – as much as I'm not 100% on board with it right now, I'm a huge fan of his work. So, I'm, you know what I mean? I got to give him – you know what I mean?
0: I actually thought they bookended it really well. I I'm, I'm excited to see what Leto does, and then Viola Davis, of course. Like, oh, of
2: course. I mean, I think those two uh,
0: actors, I think, are going to be they are going to steal oh, yeah. that film. And oh, I'm for sure, Leto. I mean, I think Leto's been doing that since yeah. You know, I mean, ever since Byer, uh, Dallas yeah.
2: Buyers Club or whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's just he's a great actor, and I think he's. Great. I think this is a very different looking Joker than those yeah. people. And people are like, oh my god, this but Joker that's what you got like to pissed. do, right? Yeah, yeah, you gotta, gotta that's what you got to do. What was
0: your favorite trailer?
2: Um, that's funny, I didn't really see a lot of trailers. I, I gotta be honest, the Super Mansion one, have, did you guys see that Super Mansion trailer? No. Oh. The Super Mansion trailer from the guy from Cranston, Scott, and Matt, uh at, at Stupid Buddy and Crackle, that trailer is hilarious.
0: Oh, I have to check it out. You
2: gotta find, I, I don't even know if they've released it, they showed it just in our we, had, we couldn't actually uh, – I think we had it up, and then Sony like was like, oh, you guys can't have that up. But now oh. they got it removed, so now you can watch it. But super funny. The show is going to be fantastic. I think it's going to be the biggest show Crackle ever had. Um, and it's great to see that for, for Matt and Seth, who are really good friends of ours. Yeah. Um, and, you know – and for Brian Cranston, who had made his first nerd HQ appearance in a big way by yeah. like doing the mom joke heard around the world, apparently. Like people were going like, dude, uh, my mom heard about that and she didn't even know I was down here. And you're just like <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy oh, to yeah. think it went that it got that viral. That I fast. woke
1: up and I'm looking on my Facebook and like every other post is someone posting about posting it and I'm like, holy cow. Like it went it's off, big. Man. it's big man it was,
2: it was big I mean our panels were great this year and we were really so- stoked about having my panel up. was
0: awesome if you haven't seen it watch the mystery panel if you haven't seen the
2: mystery panel with Scott Porter you gotta check it well, out it's, what, it's, it's, it's really great it's,
0: it's three once upon a life uh, I mean once upon a timers and then Red and then Nicole Brown <laughs> yeah yeah, it was, it was such a, lot of, a random, was great people. fun. And that was like, that was my That's so funny. favorite like, moment of the con.
2: Mystery panel sells out in about one minute, by the way. Well, it I've sells been,
0: out super fast because we could
2: like walk out and go, hey, it's two guys you never heard of.
0: I've but been, we never do that. So yeah. <laughs> I have been begging Zach to be a part of a, a panel down there at Nerd HQ for years. And uh, the first thing that was said by a fan was, I was really hoping for Scott Porter on this panel. And my response was so completely genuine. I said it without even knowing I said it. I said, I was really hoping for Scott Porter on this <laughs> panel, too. So, uh, yeah, go check I it out. I think we'll go cut that into the, the
2: highlight clip for next year, that Scott <laughs> Porter quote right there. That's so funny. Fans fan <laughs> saying it, and you're saying the same thing. Because, again, <laughs> it's about – the whole yeah. thing about the conversations are they're genuine moments. Yeah. Right? They're not manufactured in Mm-mm. any way whatsoever because you have no idea what people are going to ask.
0: Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say is, like, the coolest thing about Comic-Con for me is, as a fan, to go down. And before the show, I'm backstage with – Seth and with Nathan Fillion and these are people that I, I've like Buffy and Firefly and you know then I'm on stage with somebody from Parks and Rec and yeah. from Community and these are people I am such a fan of their work and then like when I came off stage I met. Uh, you know, the writer of The Maze Runner and, and the director of Maze Runner. And, you know, my wife and I went and saw the film and I bought the book because I saw the movie. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I read the book. and mm-hmm. The book's great. And and now it's like people or George R, R. Martin. It's or like it's and, and it's just like and they all funnel in and out of Nerd HQ at this point. Like the people that you guys have coming in and out of there aren't only super cool and like crazy popular uh, at Comic-Con, but they're cool people. They're nice people. They're there to do something Uh, charitable. And because of that, it's not this rush, rush, rush. Yeah. 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 Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. I got to go. I I have other things to do. It's not a press tour. It's right. It's it's like you said, it's, it's fireside chats and everybody is so genial and so nice and so fantastic. And that's, you know, we have a lot of people that
2: have to like get in and get out sometimes just because of their schedules. But, you know, we try to, I mean, obviously they got to do all their Comic-Con commitments before they come and do our thing. And, uh, that's why they're there. So we're like, hey, if you have time, it'd be great to have you come over and do the thing. So it's, we're very lucky to have uh, a lot of great people that do that. So it's
1: uh, Comic Con is one of my favorite. It's it gives me something I look forward to in during like the summer type of a thing. Like it's it's because there's people I there's friends that I see at Comic Con that I'm friends with on Facebook and friends with on Twitter. But I because of schedules in Los Angeles. Or because perhaps they live in San Francisco, or they work, you know, in a, in a different state, or whatever. I only see them during Comic Con and at like Nerd HQ parties and things like that. And it, it, like Comic Con is one of my favorite things during the summer to go to. And I've only been for three years. This was my third year, and I said the first year I went, I went, you know, two other two years ago. This was my third year. I went and I, I left as we were leaving. I'm like, this was my first year, and it will be. Every year, because like it's, I mean, and I'm so glad that they signed on to have it again till 2018, because that makes it just so much more convenient for us to go to since it's Los Angeles. But um, I love going to Comic Con. It's, I mean, it's so fun because of yeah. things like that, or yeah. because of the parties, or because of the the exclusives walking the floor, or just seeing all the fans embrace and being embraced by everybody, right. loving what they love. And, you know, Hakuna Matata not giving a fuck, it's awesome. I love it. It brings everybody together, and it's-, it's I love that
2: you just threw an F-bomb
0: in with uh,
1: one of the most beloved quotes
0: ever.
2: That's Disney what it means. Quotes ever. It
1: means no worries. Yeah. For the rest <laughs> of your
0: days. It means giving zero Fs.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. There you go. It's what it
2: is. That's wow. what it means. And on that note, Scott- uh, Tell 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 the people where they can find you on uh, social media so they can follow you after tonight after last night's fantastic show. People are going
0: to fall in love with you all over again on Sci-Fi. They can find me at Scott Porter. That's just my name on Twitter and at Skittish Kid, which was my old beatboxing moniker on Instagram. That's S K I T T I S H K I D. No spaces, no underscores.
2: Wow, I like it. I like it. Uh, Razzle, they everybody knows where to find you. Yeah, apparently on some. Uh, Different kinds of sites. I don't know what they all are. Maybe no, you. know. I'll talk about them later. <laughs> they get it.
1: Everybody knows. Everybody uh, they Everybody do. knows and
2: nobody cares. I love it. Uh, no, everybody cares, Razzle. But his name's not Razzle everywhere. Everybody oh. knows. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. In the words of uh, our great friend who was on the mystery panel, Retta, treat yourself. Mm. Uh, have a great day and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks,
1: everybody. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Thanks, Scott. Pick.
3: Do you like podcasts? Of course you do. Otherwise, why would you punish yourself like this? Hi, I'm professional raconteur two or Paul F. Tompkins, and I want to tell you about a podcast I know you will fall desperately, foolishly, unhealthily in love with. Nation. That's my show. Every week I ask a special guest like Colin Hanks or Caitlin Olson or Michael Sheen to answer one interesting question. Then I and my comedy friends will assemble a brand new story before your very ears using nothing but details from that guest's answer. Our wits. A prayer to St. Anthony. Improv training. Hope. A prayer to St. Jude. Comedy experience and microphones. Impossible, you say? Well, impossible is just I'm possible with an apostrophe missing, and I always have a pocket full of apostrophes, so I am very possible. Here's the proof. I'm just gonna get your cookie. Think. Oh, do you have uh, there's not garlic in these, is there? No. Okay, good. That would be gross. How about raisins?
2: No. Oh, thank God. Or the double tree,
1: <laughs> not Martha Stewart. <laughs>
3: And Eben Schleder scores it all on a piano he carved from a single piece of wood. It's like attending a fancy dinner party with your funniest time-traveling teleporting friends. nation. we're just making this shit up. Pop. Pop? Pop. 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 Pop.
1: Wolfpop is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Gorley, and Paul Scheer.